of Citizen. It is a city for you podcast. Welcome to the new episode. I am happy to share another urban story with you. Listen in and feel free to get back to me through Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, whatever you want with your comments and to share this episode with someone who you think might be inspired by it. All the necessary links and a short teaser are in the description of this episode. The rest you will hear right now. Enjoy! And remember to notice how a city for you will change after you've listened to this story of a city in a day and night modes. Thank you for coming on the show. No, I've never said that before. <laughs> thank you for agreeing to be part of this. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. I'm very excited to hear from you about the city, also considering the fact that we studied together and now we've finished. And I don't feel like I know so much about you. So tell me a little bit about yourself first, maybe mentioning the cities where you lived before, okay. and then we'll start. Uh, I come from a Brazilian city, it's called Belo Horizonte. In, in English it means beautiful horizon. It's in the southeast of Brazil. It's a city that is just surrounded by mountains. We are famous for our food and our bars. So I've always lived there since I, well, I'm from there. I, born there, I was born there, I've always lived there. Um, I graduated in environmental design in 2018. It's it was when I really discovered my my passion for lighting design. So after I finished my graduation there, I did like did some investigation about lighting and street lighting and almost perceived safety there. And then I realized that I wanted to that I wanted to come to Sweden um, to study more lighting. So I came here in 2020, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year. Yeah. So it was the first time I actually lived abroad and just in the total opposite city, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the from the other side on the other side from the equator. Thank you for introducing yourself. Yeah. And the first question I'm going to ask you is what is a city for you? I've always lived away from what we think as a city, right? Like the urban environment. Brazil, I've always lived like one hour away from it. So, for me, when I was a teenager, this time of my life where I really started uh, getting the public transportation and really going just alone like, for the, like, to the city. So, for me, back then, just, I discovered freedom. City was me freedom. It's a place that I was, that I could be by myself. So, that was. Mainly it, I could go just run, just not run, just walk towards the city center and just see my friends. We used to have a lot of music festivals, like and open spaces in the city. So it was really a free space for me back then. Of course, we can discover some issues when we grow up and stuff. But the city is just a living place, you know, a living space. Everybody's there, you can see diversity, you can see this chaos, but in a good way, you know, it's in a good part of the world. It's where everything is happening. 
there's artists, there's people, they dress differently from each other. Is there free space? Or, well, it's not, it should be. <laughs> free space and a diverse space. It's interesting that you say this because I feel it might not be the answer from a person who lives in Stockholm all life, maybe. So for you, when you move to Stockholm, which is also a city, capital city, do you feel like it is different from what you described just now? I mean, regarding public transportation, I think it's a lot better. So mm -hmm. I think it really increases your, not your, not your right, but your ways to go to the city and to enjoy the city. I think here is actually much, much better, I think, because mm -hmm. you can enjoy the city in so many, many beautiful ways here. For example, right now in the summer, people are just swimming in the city. That's mm -hmm. something that I've never seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Just go to the city center and just swim and enjoy it. So, yeah. I think, well, yeah, of course, you have the winter and you have to be inside for a long time here. Then, in terms of really occupying the city, really enjoying the city, I think it's much better, mm -hmm. at least from my point of view. <laughs> yeah, but better in terms of what you just said, not maybe in some other ways. You said that for you, the city was about diversity and having all these oh, different yeah. people. Maybe not in that way, but I don't yeah. know. That's true, that's true. Mm. That's really something that I, I really notice here. Because I think the way the city is really is reflected from how the people are. Mm -hmm. So people here are just, there's not much diversity in the way they look mm -hmm. and also in the way they dress. Mm -hmm. They're really noticing everybody kind of dresses the same. Mm -hmm. And the city reflects that so much because yeah. all the buildings kind of the same, all the buildings the same mm -hmm. colors. So yeah, in yeah. the diversity kind of thing, diversity factor mm -hmm. probably is really different. I, like in my city, we have this uh, art festival Every year, some kind of five street artists are invited to paint, you know, these facades of the building that there's no window at all? Yeah. So they're invited to paint and just do graffiti and just colorful, mm -hmm. amazing, huge art. Wow. And it's something that I'm just used to. Mm -hmm. Just It's everywhere in the city, just like a lot of art and a lot of graffiti and stuff. And when I came here to Stockholm, I just couldn't mm -hmm. see anything of that. All yeah. of them are just the same reddish, orange, yellowish. Mm. But that's strange. Yeah, which I think looks pretty and comforting for the eye. Mm -hmm. And there are places where there is graffiti, but you need to discover it, and it's not so common. It's mm. more like far away from the city center. Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's just different. I don't yeah. think just one is better than the other. Just for sure. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> And now if I switch the first question and ask you the second one, what are you for the city? This is a hard question. I mean, I don't think the city is not a space that is mine or this is yours. No, city, it, it is or it should be a space for everybody. A space for our space. You know? mm -hmm. And well, if I'm not, I should be an agent of change. No, we all like building this space with our ideas, with our ways, with our, you know, with everything that we are. Mm -hmm. 
but I mean, it's not that I am, but I, I think I want to be this really agent of change that is through lighting and through the studies regarding women's safety. I really want to do, like, to build a better city, to build better spaces. Just not for women, but of course, prioritizing women, but mm-hmm. for everybody. But it's hard to think about that. What I want to see. Yeah, I know. And it's, I don't think it should be a straightforward answer, like, mm-hmm. I am this. And this role doesn't have to be a heroic mm-hmm. role. Yeah, exactly. Just like a little part of all the city is, you know, mm. the city is just a place that you can just go to pass through when you're going to work. A city is a place that you can go to have a lazy time with friends. Mm-hmm. But a city is also a political space. It's yeah. where you defend the rights, mm. where you defend the ideas. Mm. So, and you never can, can never do this alone, you know? It's just a little part of all that the space is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And this, I'm thinking about this. Oh, I want to be an agent of change. That I could never be that alone. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a collective word. I think when I think about the city, it's just thinking about the collective, a group, a population, mm-hmm. never about individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's important to recognize, I think. Yeah. But also pay attention to individuals, but in a different way. Yeah. Mm. How we are in yeah. separately. Yeah. That's true. We can move on. I'm very interested about how I'm going to eliminate this <laughs> sound, but it's fine. <laughs> so the next question I want to ask you is how does artificial lighting of a night city affect you? So that's very specific to you and what you've been doing because I know we we're studying or we we're focusing on quite similar things. I think Artificial light has its main role. When I think about my place, for example, the street that I grew up in, artificial light just means just created an atmosphere. I didn't worry about safety issues regarding artificial light because we're, we're talking about like studies about regarding safety issues. But from the place that I grew up in, this the street just created a good atmosphere. You know, that was very that I can just see and just remember childhood and remember good times. But when I think about citizen, then I think lighting is just so much more. Now, of course, when you think about like safety issues, we are thinking about many factors. There's not just, not just such a thing about this lighting design. But of course, I think lighting is a really important part feeling safe or perceived safety yeah. in the urban environment. I, I've been researching a little bit about it since 2018, and I did a research in Brazil, and I did a research here. You can't just think, you can't just research lighting when you're studying safety in a mm-hmm. safe space. Because safety in urban space is much more about people. It's much more about the presence of people. Who are who are these people there mm-hmm. in the environment? Who do you, how do you feel about it? And mm-hmm. lighting is, is important factor about it, but it's just like a, you need a balance, you know? Yeah, and I think throughout our at least thesis uh, presentations as well, and yours and 
when I was doing my project, I felt like sometimes I was focusing too much on lighting, but then it, I think it's important to understand that, it, yeah, like you're saying, it's not just lighting, but it's easy to think this is all about lighting and we as lighting designers can really impact that. And I think we can, but it's, mm -hmm. it's not the only element. Yeah. That. For me, it was the opposite. I was mm. really struggling about thinking just about lighting. Yeah. And my yeah. tutor is like, just think about lighting. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Of course, we need to think about light and how it behaves with all the materials and all the space of the universe, like all mm. the human space in general. But we also need to think about the people. Yeah. No, because when you study light, you're not studying just like a, a, a factor, like human material factor. You're studying how it mm -hmm. affects people or how these people see it, mm -hmm. how these people perceive it. Yeah. So for me, it was just more, much more about like, seeing how women felt about the space. And when you interview someone on a mm -hmm. human space and tell them this, how do you feel about here? They will not analyze just lighting. They will yeah. analyze the whole space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think, that's the problem. Not the problem, but the, the difficulty of yeah. studying light. Because mm. it's, it's one factor, but it's one factor that can change a lot. Yes. But also, there's a lot more the factors that you need to analyze. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I forgot the question now. That's good. <laughs> you totally responded to that. Yeah. Learning design, I think, is everything. Uh, at the same time, it's one. Yeah. It creates atmospheres. and. It can create joyful spaces. You can have just a, like, a really huge city, like a really huge space in the urban, in the urban, in the urban environment, really lit. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Yeah. It may not be the same. Mm -hmm. Or it can be a beautifully well done lighting design in the space, but something happened and there was something on the news and people all of a sudden don't feel safe exactly. there. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> we can move into the imaginary world, I guess. It doesn't have to be, but the next question is about the ideal city. So describe to me how would an ideal day in the in your ideal city feel like be like. I love my city so much. This is damn fun. I love it mm -hmm. so much. But I know all the problems that it has. And all the problems that it could be solved by seeing Stockholm. Mm -hmm. Stockholm has the many like solutions that yeah. I think my city needs. So yeah. I think a perfect day, like an ideal day of my ideal city, should it could be like a how's it a mesh mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. between these two. Um, I think I will just wake up. I I really my ideal place of living could would be in the middle of the city, mm -hmm. in a really urban area. So I could just go to work by foot. Mm -hmm. No, or by bike. Although, if I think about in my city in Brazil, it's just a mountain city, so I could never do it by bike. But on foot, let's go yeah. on foot. Yeah. <laughs> then I could go to work and maybe during lunchtime, just going to a park. You know, but now thinking about Stockholm. Mm -hmm. Here you have just amazing culture of going to parks and getting yeah. some sun. Maybe swimming during lunchtime. Mm. Such an idealized. Yeah, well, day. why not? <laughs> totally possible. 
totally possible somewhere. You yeah. know, when you finish working like not too late, because I've seen here that people finish working like five. Yeah. In Brazil, it's usually seven. Mm-hmm. So when you get out of work, the city, it's not the city, but the day is like, that is night, actually. The day is yeah. over. So my perfect day would finish when I go out of work and there's the sun in the sky. It's, I love when you feel like it's night, but there's the sun, so mm-hmm. you still have so much more to do. Yeah. yeah. But I can do it tonight, too. Like, mm-hmm. After work, I could meet my friends. And there's a lot of, of bars that occupy the outside area in my city. Mm-hmm. So it would just be perfect to meet all the friends that I miss so much right now. Mm. Yeah. Just in a bar, like sitting outside on the sidewalk. Yeah. That's usually what I used to do. <laughs> so matching these two cities of the night. Yeah. So it seems like the more, of course, because you are from Brazil, the more soft aspects are from Brazil, like you would meet your friends, yeah. you would wake up in your city, but then the urban fabric that's of a Stockholm. That's true. That's so true. So that's true. I think Stockholm is an amazing city when you think about like the right to the city and how you how you how you use the city, but how you occupy the city. It's mm-hmm. amazing. An amazing example. Yeah. I always think about my ideal day too as a warm weather. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that I don't like about here. Yeah. This is too cold, usually. Now it's hot. But yeah. <laughs> so my perfect day would be a nice weather. Mm. And now we move to the nighttime. Mm-hmm. However, you want to describe the nighttime because you decide when it starts. So, yeah, describe to me your idealized night in your ideal city. What I usually used to do in Brazil is always meet my friends in nighttime. During a weekday, uh, usually like after work, mm-hmm. and but thinking about it, I always needed to go to home like mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. in the night because it was too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, too dangerous to get a bus. Nine p.m. was already kind of dangerous because it's just an, an one-hour trip, and my neighborhood is not like the, the best kind of violence. So thinking about the ideal scenery is, you know, feel safe about walking home at night. Like, okay, seeing my friends or just doing whatever at night and feel safe. That, okay, now I'm tired and I have the choice to go to home when I want and when I need. Mm-hmm. And I can do it safely mm-hmm. and I can do it um, how I want. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I have the right to do it. Mm-hmm. Have the right to get the public transportation at night. Mm-hmm. Have the right to walk to home mm-hmm. at night. So I think for sure, this when I think about nighttime, the city, I always think about how how we need to think about the right to the city, you know? and that's mm-hmm. I think it lacks so much, at least in my city and in a lot of cities in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And well, my ideal city. Probably have that at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The small question I want to ask as well: Do you feel like you, for you, it is important to have this feeling of safety during night? Is it 
because of who you are? I mean, because you're a female, or do you think everyone would have the same feeling, or it's just you? Uh, in, in my city, uh, is of course, I'm a woman, and that matters a lot when mm. we talk about uh, public spaces. I think women not only feel much more unsafe in public spaces, but we suffer much more violence than men in public spaces. And that, I'm, I'm talking about women in a general way. I'm not, like, uh, because there's a lot of different kinds of violence when you talk about gender, when you talk about uh, horror, you know, mm-hmm. there's much more in deep studies there. But, of course, it has a big role of, of me being a woman, and that makes me feel unsafe. In Brazil, more than 80% of women have already been harassed in some hmm. part of the life, some time of the life. So, of course. But also, because living far away from downtown in Brazil, it's at least in my city, it's crazy. Because uh, if you live close to the city center, uh, the buses at night they pass like from 10 to 10 minutes, 5-5 five, five mm-hmm. minutes, and it's just like a 15-minute ride. So yeah. it's just quick step. Mm-hmm. But if you live far away, the buses will take like half an hour, 45 minutes to get to you, mm-hmm. and there's just one hour trip. Mm-hmm. And that was used to happen. Everything mm-hmm. you need. Mm-hmm. And also, when you get these buses that go far away, the bus stops are usually in bad places. Not bad places, but mm-hmm. usually places seen as more violent in the city. Mm-hmm. So for me, that when it's crazy because I'm, I'm always thinking about public transportation when I'm talking about violence, but because for me it was the yeah. this is yeah. this is the scenery that I've always deal with my youth and my young yeah. adult life mm-hmm. <laughs> because and and that's why like I've always felt really vulnerable in these bus stops at mm-hmm. night because they're not in great places. You need to stay there for like half an hour, forty five minutes yeah. in night time, and not just okay. I'm you're here waiting for the bus to not come because your choice because you were in a bar with your friend whatever no just because you had to work late mm. or you in a course or a lecture you know sometimes just not your choice to be there and it's not a great experience to be half an hour during 10 p.m on a bus stop there is in the place there is not that nice and you see violence happening mm-hmm. so yeah for me it's not only just for being a woman, of course, it's a big role, but also for the places that, not that I want to experience, but I had mm-hmm. yeah. to be. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that a little further. <laughs> I feel like we can carry on talking, but we will stop there. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for you. taking part in this. Yes, I hope my answers were not that confusing as they are in my head <laughs> no i think they were as clear as they could be and then if anyone has any questions they can contact you and ask further. Oh, thank you that would be great yes. thank you girl thank you for being with us if you want to get in touch just search for a city for you maybe you've already found it